Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Silent Podcast, where we're anything but silent. Today, we're covering Never Have I Ever, Season 3, Episode 4. Yes, we made it to Episode 4. And I am your host, Sasha Joseph, joined by my toxic fave, my co-host, Chappelle. Welcome. We're back, baby. (laughs) Yes, Sasha, we back. Uh, It's good to be back. It's been a little bit since we recorded. You know, we've been jumping all over the place. We'll say we're going to record two episodes this week and then life happens and then we just record whenever we can. Uh, But, you know, it's always a good time. So I'm ready. I'm excited. And we have a fun episode to talk about today. Yes. And thank you to all of our listeners for putting up with this. Listen, we're covering Never Have I Ever. We are covering toxicity. We love Davey. What did you expect from us, right? Like, you're not getting consistency. We we mean it in our hearts, but also we have full-time jobs, you know? So we try, okay? It's just just take our try. Take that effort. Um, and I want to say, you're if you're listening to us on the Silent Podcast feed, what are you doing? Head over to the Never Have I Ever only feed. Yes, we have our own feed. It's called Never Have I Ever by Silent Podcast. And check it out. Leave us a review. Chappelle, we already have, um, I think, eight reviews now. So thank you to everyone that has been listening, that has left reviews for us. We are so grateful for you. Um, I think we are at we are at eight ratings. So, you know, if we could get to, let's say, 15 soon, yeah. you know that maybe and you tell us tell us in the reviews what you'd like besides apparently a prompter which Chappelle has just left us uh, we said you can blur their faces also yeah that's the issue like I like once I realized okay I'm posting this prompt I'm like I'm not the only one in the picture so I was like I didn't I have to find the picture listen I still want to give that to you though I want to deliver that I do I do I want I want people to see the picture of young Chappelle before the facial hair before the the hair hair like I think I was rocking like a, a bald fade it was a I was baby I was a baby Chappelle back then um but yeah uh I, I said I was gonna give it to y'all and I, and I am I just gotta figure out a, a tasteful way of doing that yeah that's um, true yeah and but we we love the reviews here and we love the five stars we love the ratings and we love the, the fact that you all are listening hopefully you've heard us on recent podcasts and other networks and that brought you over here tell your friends about us because we love talking about the show and we hope to get everybody involved so give us as much feedback as you can yes thank you and shout out to gina who obviously gave us really nice review and then said do not appreciate the sagittarius slander Ooh, yeah i was i was i slandering the sages or was i well listen the sagittarius because they're not the worst it's those aquariuses but anyway if you're an aquarius please you know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Aquariuses are great. We can't, we can't drag. It's too much. Um, But yes, so make sure you're leaving us a five-star rating and a review if you feel like it. Um, And maybe tell us what, you know, would be a nice incentive to get us to like 15, maybe 20. Maybe I can share something. My prom picture is not that, like, it's whatever. I did not take two boys, unfortunately. (laughs) So, you know, not that great. I only went with one. So, you know, maybe maybe I can also pony up something for the podcast. Uh, But folks, you can tell us. Uh, And with that, uh, if you have any feedback for us, make sure you send it to silentpodcastfeedback at gmail.com. And it'll be in the show notes as well. So make sure you do all of it. But with that, I think Chappelle... It's time to talk. Never have I ever made someone jealous. 
And you know what time it is. I got to ask Sasha. <laughs> and I think I know the answer to this. Have you ever made someone jealous? 100%. What do you mean? Like we have branded ourselves, unfortunately, fortunately, I don't know, as the toxic faves of our mm-hmm. listeners. So what do toxic people do? This. Mm-hmm. So 100%, mostly knowingly, but sometimes unknowingly, I will say. I think you and I talked a lot of it before um, we were recording just about like, just by mistake. Sometimes we'd end up in some situations. So I have done that. But yes, I have knowingly done that. Um, When I was younger, I will say, because when I got older, I was like, if you're not about it, goodbye. Um, Have you? Uh, Probably unknowingly, but also if you, if like, there's a moment in this episode we're going to talk about where um, later on Davy is like offered the opportunity to make somebody jealous. You know, they're like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to talk, we're going to do this in front of Paxton to see if he reacts. And I've had moments like that too, where someone's like, just come be this person for me right now. Like, I got you, whatever. Yeah, you would be that that person. (laughs) Right. Like I I think one time someone's like, Hey, Chappelle, what if we walked in holding hands? I was like, yeah, sure. It's all good. I'm down. Um, and you know, like whatever. Like it, it doesn't have to be anything. But if you want to put on a performance, I'm your guy. So I don't mind making people jealous. I, that's not, I that's just not really me. hate you. I I need yeah. you to know that. Okay, it's all right. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's fight right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. It. I want to make it clear. It was not me because I feel like this no. Might yeah, I would say it does sound like you are guilty, but no, Sasha was an absolutely accomplice. not because I would just do it. I want to make that clear. I would yeah. never ask, especially right. for no, no, no. Sasha was uh, like a bystander, so she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, um, yeah. so yeah, yeah, I can see you being that person, but I think your personality is like way too friendly where I think folks mm-hmm. could just get jealous. So I could see that. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those people who I, I can if I if I am comfortable, then I can make friends with everybody. Now, don't 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 get me wrong. Uh, if I am not comfortable, then I am like the most standoffish person you'll ever meet. But if you catch me and I'm relaxed, oh yeah, I'm the life of the party. And that's not always the most comfortable thing for, you know, whoever you're with, uh, because they want you to spend time and pay attention to them. And when other people are paying attention to you, it does kind of suck, um, you know, or even like we've, you know, we've talked about online presence and social media before, but you know, I don't think there's any like jealousy, like the jealousy that you uh, like get when you see other people commenting on someone's uh Facebook picture or Instagram picture or, or whatever the case may be. And you have to just sit back and watch it. Like that stuff gets under your skin. And so I think I've been on both sides of that. Maybe I think, I, yeah, I think I can honestly say I've seen people commenting on someone's picture or something and been like, Oh, I don't like this, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I think it goes both ways. I really do. Yeah. think Yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. For me also, I think it goes both ways where I think when I am the, the, not the perpetrator, but like the person who, is unknowingly making the other person jealous. I think, yeah, I've been like, it's not a big deal. Like, get over it. But I am a very jealous person. We've talked about this already. So, like, I could never handle that. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. It, impossible. Um, so, you know, it, no. And I tend to only date, like, people um, or mar- even now married to, like, people that are, like, life of the parties. So I set myself up is yeah. the problem. But, you know, mm-hmm. you, you like what you like, Okay. Uh, but then they yeah. learn when they get married, so it's fine. Uh, no, no, no. I'm a menace because I even listeners listen. 
uh i get jealous of friendships too and not like in a real way like i've never my friends have never really just made me jealous where i was angry about something but make no mistake when someone's talking to sasha for too long i'm like sasha so you replacing me what's up it's true (laughs) but unfortunately i'm also like that so it works Sasha's you like, have you talked I to your see? best friend on this other podcast? Like, wow, Sasha, are we really doing that? <laughs> I'll even call out your Twitter. Don't you, let's not forget. That's true. She'll send me a screenshot in a heartbeat and like, oh, so y'all best friends now. <laughs> and, wait, what what TV show is that from? Uh, oh, oh, that's Big Brother. Yeah, wasn't that Big Brother Tim where um, is that Libra is like, oh, so now y'all best friends? Yeah. Oh, so now y'all. <laughs> That's literally me and Sasha. So what's this? Y'all best friends? Okay, cool. It's unfortunate because we're both like that. And then, uh-huh. again, when we were intoxicated together, it was horrible. Yeah. Because we were just fight. yelling about yeah. friends. <laughs> Sorry to so our childish. other friends. Sorry to our other friends. We love you all, too. We do. But also, we just jealous like that. And that's okay. Yeah. Because, I'm jealous yeah. of everyone. That's the problem. Like no, exactly. I, I'm an only child. Okay, what does anyone expect of me? Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. you, I have to be the center of your universe. Period. I, I, I've brand. established that exactly. <laughs> it, listen, it doesn't matter who. Um, but yes. So you know, there's a lot of grief to start this episode. Uh, and I feel like it took me on a roller coaster. I don't know about you. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Davy starting off with what was it? Rage, wallow, and then yes. healing. It's like the 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 steps that you have to take when you really get over one of these breakups, um, and we get like a time lapse, so we see that it's been several months since uh, Paxton and Davy had broken up, and so yeah, I I, I think we've all been there to where you've kind of had to get over somebody, you know, unexpectedly. Like if you're if you're the person breaking up, it's a lot easier because you've already grieved that relationship in your head. But when you're the one being broken up with, I think it's really tough. Except that you and I again last last time. Look at us liars. Because we literally were like, we don't break up, but we make you break up with us. A hundred percent. Like I I, again, but that's still I feel like that's still. But I still feel sad, I will say. Yeah. Oh, no, not me. I'm like, once you're gone, you're gone. You're dead to me. Um, every now and then somebody will walk past me outside and I like make eye contact and be like, What should I send that text again? But other than that, nah. (laughs) Madness. I hate you. All right. And um, I will say that my favorite line was that from John McEnroe is like, well, we have we we meant to show you that this is months with the passage of time and seasons. But L.A. has no seasons. Yeah. And they're like, here's the gore or here's the pumpkin. Right. But what season was this supposed to be? Because wasn't it just Valentine's Day? Yeah. And then it went from Valentine's Day all the way to Halloween. So this is a new school year as well. Oh, right. right. Hey, why I was confused they share about that, that part with us? I, I just don't feel like, I feel like this could not be a new school year, right? Because I thought Davey was already a junior and Paxton was a senior. So I remember, thought Davey was a sophomore. A sophomore, I'm sorry. Yeah, she was a sophomore and Paxton so then was a she's senior. A ju- so she's a junior now. Yeah, because she's 16. And I think that's yeah. usually when you're a junior or mm-hmm. going into your junior year is like 16. Right. So this will be the school year where Paxton graduates and then the yes. following year will be her senior year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause he's, he's old, but he also, I think he's been held back. I'm not, I'm really confused about the timeline. That pumpkin threw me off. Yeah. I think they're just 
saying stuff to say, let's be very honest. <laughs> uh, and I just have to say, I went to Universal Studios on the studio tour, and I actually saw Davy's house, y'all. Um, and there's a reason they only show it like from one side, like we've never seen the other side. It's because there's the War of the World world plane like mm -hmm. right there and then Paxton's house I think shares like it's very close to like I think the American cycle like Norman Bates mom's house mm -hmm. so it was really funny to see this yellow house and like one side of it only so just just some fun behind the scenes I you know I, I did pilgrimage this weekend is what I wanted to share with everyone um be jealous anyway <laughs> um, I am <laughs> listen not just you all of them no I'm just kidding we know you're jealous uh mm -hmm. and then anyway so yeah so it looks like it is a brand new year but anyway so then davies you know finally feeling good she's like okay it's halloween i'm gonna shed the old me it's time okay let's be new uh and navaratri is usually also like around that time so it makes sense um anyway so then this is all okay everything's going well for davies she's like yes I am healthy. I'm Hindu. It's all good. Uh, and then she sits down with her friends and goes, I'm good. And then these toxic friends, I'm telling you, these friends are not for her because they said, did you know Tump Paxson has a new girlfriend? Mm, yeah. Uh, they couldn't wait to tell. You know, it's like the juicy gossip, you know, like where it's, it's yeah. not healthy. Your friend probably doesn't want to know this, but you got to say it. Us, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, us for sure. And so, yeah, they just kind of blurted out. And this is when we find out that Paxton is dating Phoebe Handjob Hayward, um, Sherman Oaks's hugest skankosaurus, as Davy calls her. I'm like, Davy, you was just slut shamed the other day. Yeah, don't do this. You, you, you were, don't be a part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? Listen, she caught herself. Okay. Cause she said, sorry. That's probably <laughs> the patriarchy regurgitating these lies. And she's perfectly fine. And then I love John McEnroe because he's like, women can't even rage without thinking about their oppression. Truth. Truth. Okay. <laughs> Hell, let her call her a skank. <laughs> we can get positive in a second, but let me have my moment, you know, and I'm not going to be 100% on all the time. And was that the nicest thing to say? Absolutely not. But right. maybe Phoebe is sex positive and does do mm -hmm. this. So maybe that's just like, Skankasaurus is not cool, but Handjob Hayward, I think that's just like saying like your hair is black. Right. You it's like a, it's a brand. Yeah. It's yeah. just a thing that she does. Right. Yeah. So Handjob Hayward's not so it. bad, but I'm sure she hasn't been walking around with a Skankasaurus t-shirt on or anything like that. Sasha. So I think, yeah, Davy caught herself, but a little too late. Fine, fine. But she, <laughs> she caught herself, and that's all that matters, okay? Um, and then Davy, you know, says, okay, like, let me deal with this. But as soon as she's about to sit with it, the queen of this episode, right? Like, the number one, uh, Miss Nirmala sends a text, okay? Patti sends a text and says there's a Navratri celebration, and they're hosting uh, the, Ganesh, uh, the Ganesh Puja, and that means that we need to create a lot of, um, sorry, it's not Ganesh Puja. We've just seen Ganesh Puja also on mm -hmm. Never Have I Ever. It's Navratri and they are celebrating. So please make sure you're bringing the good kind of toilet paper for Patti's clique. Yeah, uh, her guests deserve to feel the ones that feel like a little quilt, you know, that that two-ply. Um, I get uh, it. Yeah. That's real. 
I mean, it makes sense. When people coming over, you can't cut corners, you know, like maybe on your own time. I really, I never cut corners when it comes to toilet paper. Like that's me either. Very, very important thing. Me. Yeah, but uh, we know that Nirmala knows how to put on a show uh, for her guests. And so, you know, Davy knows what she needs to do. Yeah. And they, I mean, Davy's pissed. She's like, look at me. Like, this is what my life has come to. Uh, and while that's happening, everyone's favorite bestie, Trent, says, listen, in honor of my birthday, uh, I would like my best friend and my boyfriend, no, my best friend and my girlfriend to sh- to share in throwing me the honor of throwing me a party. Yeah. Trent, stop it. Listen, Trent takes his birthday very seriously. He announced it over the loudspeaker in the middle of the Pledge of Allegiance that he was turning 18. So this is this matters a lot. He's got his best friend on one side. He's got his girlfriend. Why can't they throw him a party, uh, Sasha? What like what's the issue here? Why didn't they throw it before? You, to me, that's a bad girlfriend and best friend because yeah, birthdays are very important, and mm-hmm. 18 is huge. It's a big so day. They took an L on that. Um, but Trent, I think, has already planned it. He just needs to have hosts for it, which I understand. That's definitely something I do where I will, like, plan it all. And then, you know, to not maybe look as, like, desperate. I don't know if desperate is the right word. But not look maybe as loserish. I'll be like, okay, and now I need to tell my best friend that they that you take the credit for it. Because mm-hmm. I like things a certain way. And I don't want, you know, things to be sideways or lame. Sasha, it feels like the word you're not you're looking for is controlling. You don't want people to know that you did this and that you're that much of a monster that you threw your own party so you make your friends take credit for it. You don't look like a loser. You just look like but a no one freak. else can <laughs> do a good job. <laughs> you're like, I know how to throw my own party and I want to. Yeah, like no way. one's as extra as me is my problem. Like if I found mm-hmm. a friend that was like as extra as me, we'd be good because I throw all my friends stuff. Like their bachelorettes, I help because I'm the extra friend. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why you're in so many of these weddings. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, seriously. Because if, like, I'm serious, if I want to plan an event, I know I can go to you because I know you know how to get it handled right. Uh, So your friends are probably the same way. They're like, oh, listen, if we want this to be, if we want this to be a good time, we got to at least consult with Sasha, you know, at the very least. Yes, it's unfortunate. I can't help it, okay? Even my wedding skit that's supposed to be a surprise, I definitely told my friends the theme. And I was like, why don't you do this? So, you know, it is what it is, okay? Maybe I picked Cardi B that they needed to dance to. I don't know. Um, Yeah, you did. And uh, Sasha, what do you think about this spot that Trent is in, though, right? Because he has his best friend and his girlfriend, but his best friend used to date his girlfriend's best friend. And Trent now doesn't he's in give two Fs. Trent doesn't well, give two Fs, right? Because he <laughs> says, babe, bring your friend, babe's friend, bring your robot, and Paxton, bring your new girlfriend and your old girlfriend. Oh, well, but yeah, do that. Yeah, but what do you think about this? Like, you know, have you, are like, are you in a spot where no. you have to choose or do you just like tell them like, y'all figure it out, it's my day? You know, like, how do you feel when, you know, I think the friend group has gotten too small, honestly. I think it's very awkward for me. Because yeah, got- I am very against dating in the friend group for this reason. But I think that's like part, that's the like plot, right? Where they constantly mm-hmm. have to be together. So they needed, I think, like someone to date for Paxson and Davey to be in the same orbit. So I think mm-hmm. that they need to get over themselves uh, for Trent because 
Trent and and Trent says this right because Davy says, "Hey, I can't make it. It's Navratri." And Trent was like, "Well, sorry, but like we're not even that close, so I'm not going to change the date." <laughs> he said so it to down. Me, that's, yeah, that tells you everything you need to know about how close they are. I think they're they're acquaintances. I don't think they're friends. Yeah, but it's kind of like telling Eleanor she can't bring her best friend to her boyfriend's party. You know, it's like no, it's well, you an open get over invite. It. But mm -hmm. what best said best friend does with the invite is up to best friend, not Trent. That's true. Right. Trent's like, well, I, I did my part. I said she could come. Now, whether yeah. she comes or not, that's none of my business. Because exactly. he's, he, he's going to make sure his best friend is there. Paxton's not going to miss the party. Absolutely. Paxton's new girlfriend can't miss the party. Exactly. Uh, what would ha ha Handjob Hayward say if oh, she had no. to miss the party? Poor Phoebe. Poor Phoebe. Ugh. But I just, I love this exchange because Davy has no idea, right, what Navratri is. She's like, what, what that is? I don't know. And then Fab is like, well, and then she does a whole explanation of what Navratri is. And I love that Davy uses that as the truth. I don't even want to call it the excuse because that is what's happening. Davy can't leave home. But Paxton was like, but you're not even that religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I I do like this from Paxton still because he want he actually cares about Davy in this moment. So he, he's not even saying like chill, you're not religious, like stop playing, you know, stop the cap. He's more like, is this bothering you? You know, like is, is this something that you're using as an excuse? Because we know in the past, it don't matter what holiday it is. If Davy wants to come to a party, she's gonna try to get to the party. We even see some of that in this episode. Like she will jump out of a window if she has to. Um but for her to say, no, I'm good. It's, it's something going on that's religious, that's important to me. Pax is like, I feel like you're lying. And, you know, if you want to talk about it, like, we can talk about it. And he really does seem earnest in it. Now, of course, when Davey starts lying, he just shuts down. He's like, you know, if you're not going to take this seriously, then I, I don't know why we're doing this. And so Paxton is maturing a lot. I think really turning 18 probably did a, a, a number on him because he's just not the same kid he was in uh, season one. So I'm very on the opposite. Ooh. Of that, I believe that he broke up with her, correct? So who yeah. is he to check up on her, right? Like, period, number one. Um, And secondly, the holiday is real, right? Like, if you did a quick Google, it is actually a real legitimate thing she can't get out of, too. Mm -hmm. Third, um, why, what does she owe Paxton, like, when it comes to her feelings? Um, Because I, I don't know. If someone dogged me, out like that like not actually right I think he it was a mature breakup but still if someone embarrassed me like that someone I really cared about I they don't they are not owed my feelings you know what I mean mm -hmm. my real feelings like I think I would do the same like I'd be like I'm okay I don't I would be more blunt and be like I don't need to talk to you about it like you live your life you have a girlfriend why are you worried about me in the first place so and you know and I would piss them off you know whatever I don't care but the point is like I don't think she's she owes Paxton anything just because he's being mature about it because in this situation he has a girlfriend right so he's already moved on he did the breakup so of course he's fine to talk to her but this mm -hmm. is like so, this is the guy she's been waiting on since elementary school, right? And then she had him, and then she lost him for whatever reason. Uh, maybe part of her, but part of it being her. But I just don't think it's cool for him to be like, "You're not religious," so like this is not that deep. Shut up, Jackson. I mean, well, he wasn't wrong, but yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right uh, about as far as like 
he handled it maturely, but I don't think there's, I have an issue with her lying about it. Like you can protect your feelings from people. You don't have to be completely open with someone who hurts you. I don't think you do. Like, I think mm -hmm. that was a moment where she could have been mature and said, yeah, Paxton, I'm kind of bothered by it, but it wouldn't have changed anything. What's he going to say? Like, well, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, like, of course you that's are. Exactly. Like, yeah. But that's not going to change the fact that you and Phoebe are going to go to the party together. You know, what, what, what am I going to do? Make you feel better about yourself because you apologize. So I don't have any Ooh. issue with her lying. That's what um, she should have said. Yeah, she like you like what you would have done made him feel bad about it. You know, no, um, what you just said, she should have said like, what What do you want me to say? I'm okay, so you can feel better about going with your new girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, because that's look. It's, I mean, in a way, yeah. I mean, what else? What was the outcome gonna be? But I do like that he at least was like, I can identify that you feel bad, and I care about you enough to ask. Now mm -hmm. that does not mean that he's you know has to get an answer. But I do appreciate right. that, you know, he wasn't being such an a-hole where he didn't even realize that it was bothering her. Mm, okay, fine. That part I'll give you. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. And I, in that way, I think, yes, he has matured. Because, right, we see later on, too, that he's checking for her. But in my mind, you obviously still like her. So mm. what are you doing? Yeah, but anyway. Look, you can like Davey and not date Davey. Because Davey was <laughs> tripping. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, like, uh, again, we, we agreed that... The way she was acting, she was all she was doing was pushing him away. So it's kind of like, yeah, he didn't stop liking her, but I'm not gonna keep putting myself through this just because you're insecure. What am I? What do you want me to do? How am I supposed to change that for you? Um, maybe don't make me go be friends with my ex if you feel so jealous or you know insecure about it. And where's the ex? What happened to Haley? That's what I'm saying. Like, why is she just like? And this is not a spoiler, but like she's written off the show, which is pissing <laughs> me off even more. Because yeah. if if all Davey needed to do was wait one episode, <laughs> so I'm like, I think my girl could have done it. Yeah, she just needed to make it one more episode and you could have been happy. But if it wasn't for Haley, it would have been somebody else. Like, you know, like Davey yeah. was never going to be secure in this relationship, I don't think. That's true. And that's why I don't think that they were ever a great match because I think if one person doesn't, if there's a power differential, like, conscious or subconscious i think it's it's not gonna work i just i don't believe mm -hmm. that um but maybe that's just me uh but i i would never date someone that i you know had any kind of like being like oh they're better than me or they're you know more popular couldn't be me mm -mm, <laughs> i can't do it uh so and that's where we like believe them because now it's navratri time and uh pati is very excited okay um but the girls are still talking before everyone get while davies needs to get dressed uh the un is meeting and they're like you have to come to the party or they're gonna think you're a desperate loser mm -hmm. like, Which is like heartbroken pathetic borderline ob obsessed i think is what they say obsessed yes. just because you missed the party what kind of friends are these man you know what it is. Eleanor lives for the drama. We talk about this every week, but I mean, it's truly what it is. Eleanor is just, she's that extreme example of the high school girl who thinks the world revolves around whatever drama she has in her life. And so for them, it's like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, you're not coming to this party. Everybody knows you used to date Paxton, which honestly, Davey's so for forgettable in the world of Sherman Oaks that people probably don't even remember that at this point. Uh, but Eleanor's like, but what if they do? What if they're thinking that you're at home crying all along in the bathroom floor, you know, or something? Um, and they make so much out of this to where Davey is starting to feel insecure about not going to the party. Yeah, because basically she needs to go to the party just to persuade Paxton that she is happy without him. You know, like, 
again, this is high school logic and it makes complete sense because that's mm-hmm. how stupid all high schoolers are and how they think. So I understand it. And it's like so mess. It's so mess. Because please just you live your life. Just do Navratri, post pictures in your fire outfits. And that's it. Live your life, queen. But no. Yeah. She's, she's you know. the, the tornado is starting. Right. And like you said, it makes more it makes sense in high school world. It does. It yes. really does. It's like you gotta do it. It's just it's just the rules of engagement at this point. You break up with somebody, you have to go and show that you ain't worried about them no way. You gotta go hook up with somebody or be seen with somebody else, post some fire pictures or something. You gotta move on publicly. You can't just move in silence. Not in high school. When you're older, be mature. But Davy's at the time of her life where she don't got to. And this was like her first real relationship. Yeah. Like, I think so we need childish. to remember that too. So it's okay. Mm. Be be crazy. I don't care. Uh, and then we cut to Navratri prep, okay? Because this is <laughs> this is like the best parts of the episode, I have to say. So um, all the women of the house are, you know, looking forward because they're gonna host uh c- the celebration at home, and uh, Nirmala, aka Patti, is very excited about her Golu. Uh, and the Golu is like a, a a show of idols and figurines that you like have um like as an altar basically. Uh, and and I just wanted to point out uh, the the idols we see on Patti's Golu are dark, right? They're all black because South Indians uh, are very much aware of colorism i will say and like um and south indians usually are darker so while um some god and goddesses i think in north india have like fair skin like if you see the pictures uh there's a stark contrast to where all south indian not all i don't i don't want to say all but a lot of south indian um god like ganesh would be it's like straight white it's a north indian temple and the ganesh same ganesh would be black um in a south end and i think there was a ganesh on the golu that was black mm-hmm. so um anyway i just i just wanted to make that note that they're really trying to be authentic to tamil um family and like my husband who was watching it who is tamil um noticed that as well um so you know Ooh. just needed to point that out um, no, I have a que- I have a question yes. about uh, about the south indian stuff right so yes. i once got a message from omar zaire on Twitter, and he was telling me about uh, his Indian head bob, uh, like a little, like a like, and I was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I just kind of went on about my business. But when uh, Patti is talking about this Golu and how she's basically gonna be stunting on the other grannies and the uh, the aunties, her head is bobbing. I was like, is this cultural? What does the head bob? Have you never mean? seen you me do it? I mean, I just don't know what it means. Like, you oh, know, is it just like, it's just you know, like, like, like give me the background. Head. Like that's legit. Like Indians just talk with their hands and their head, like. One head nod will mean yes. One like mm-hmm. this will mean yes. This will mean no, right? Um, like there's particular head nods that just mean it's an Indian thing, or maybe a South yeah. Asian thing. Yeah, where each head nod has a meaning, like where yeah. you don't even talk and it's it's nonverbal technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no head and and sometimes you just talk like that, which is very <laughs> stereotypical. But I know I do it. See, I just. <laughs> I just, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, even when I ran track, like I would get in trouble because my head would like go side to side. It's just, I don't mm-hmm. know if like it's an evolutionary thing where we're missing something in our neck. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but the point I is just, like, yeah, that's just a thing. 
I just had to ask because Patty's so excited and her head is just going. She's just like so happy just to like stunt on these other women. And I was like, why? Like, and I, like I said, I've caught the head bob before, but now she's like in her bag. So I was like, I got to ask Sasha about this because Omer brought it up and now I'm seeing it here. I was like, so this must be a thing I need to know about. Yeah. If you look up like Indian head nod, it's like, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, but yes. So yeah, Patty's very, okay. She's ready to receive everyone because she has uh, obviously the the idols that you would have uh and she has a diy sanjay gupta which like please god what <laughs> the hell that was so good uh and then a little brown bag from bloomingdale to represent the american dream with the receipt inside okay mm-hmm. because here's the thing i can't believe um well actually i can't because nirmala right did she spend the money is what i have to know at bloomingdale's yeah, because, see, that's the thing. Like, on the one hand, she's going to be cheap about the toilet paper. But on the other hand, she's like, okay, but for this, I got to go the extra mile and get this Bloomingdale's, like, basically souvenir bag to show people that we not broke around here. We live in the American dream and we're thriving, you know? And so that is a good question because she kept the receipt on the bag. Uh, so I think she's like, I spent this money and you're going to know it. I mean, she'll probably return it after, like oh, a lot 100%. of us do. Um, yeah. So I understand. I do it. Um, <laughs> maybe, right? Like, that was my biggest question because here's the thing. What I am used to is, like, for sure show off in, like, with your house, with your job, with your cars, right? Like, for sure. And we also brag about how cheap we get things. Like mm-hmm. I bargained for this. Like I like I spent hours wedding shopping in India just because we were bargaining for so long. Um, and and at one point we I felt so bad. Like me and my mom literally slipped someone money on the side because we bargained too much. I was like this is horrible. So it, it's a dichotomy. It's both and where when you're showing off big things, you want it to be like literal show off, but then uh, you also want to show. But like I'm smart and economical when it comes to a lot of things too so um that again that's why i just i had to know what she got at bloomies because i have to lie to my mom all the time about what i pay for things Mm -hmm. because i will get yelled at at 31 years old it makes sense though because like you said you want to show that like i can spend the money but I ain't going to let nobody, I'm no sucker. You know, like I'm going to get my money's worth every time. Now I I can stunt like the rest of them, but for the most part, like, look at me not letting the, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, capitalism, uh, take advantage of me or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, like you're savvy enough. I think so. I I like that a lot too. Um, I think one time, one time, Sasha, you know, are you familiar with, uh, what is it? Is dinner and blanc? Is it the like the all white dinners that they do? It's from it's from uh Paris, right? Oh, so they shit. started this thing. They started this thing in France, uh, where it's like an all white uh dinner, right? It's very fancy mm-hmm. or whatever. But they're like top secret locations, so they don't tell oh. you where it's gonna be. You like get on a list, and then they tell you like day of where you gotta like get on like the park and ride bus, and it takes you to the location in whatever city you're in, and then you have to set up your whole dinner. Right. So you set up like white tables, white chairs, white tablecloths, all that stuff. You bring your own food and everything. And then you just have this whole white party out in the middle of like Dallas or something like that. They have fireworks. There's a DJ shows up. It's a whole party. Everybody 
packs that stuff up and then leaves, right? So my friends went and did it without me a few years ago. I didn't get to go because I'm like, I'm not in Dallas, but they were in Dallas. And I was like, I can't, I can't plan for that, but whatever, y'all have fun. And so they go do it and they're calling me talking about like, oh my God, we got to buy, like you have to purchase all that stuff to bring, like tables, chairs, tablecloth, oh, all that stuff, God. food even. And so I'm like, just keep the receipt because yeah. that for one day, that's all you need it for. We were at Walmart. I'm legit. I'm talking about that weekend. I was at Walmart with them that next weekend. We returned it. Everything got every dime back. I'm not going to pay all that money for that. So yeah, they had a good party. They stunted. They have beautiful pictures of everybody wearing the beautiful white outfits. Uh, this amazing food and stuff like that. And they got every dime back from Walmart because of that receipt. So As totally you should scam the capitalists. Okay. <laughs> exactly. We will not let these big box stores get us. Absolutely. Especially Don't do Walmart. that to small businesses, but do it to Walmart and Amazon. Every time. Yeah. Okay. Every time. Please. Never let up on Walmart and Amazon. Trust me. <laughs> they don't need it they will be fine is the point mm -hmm. um and they scam their workers way too much exactly so, yes yeah, so basically you know gola was set up all right and i just i appreciate how they showed all of it and then um nalini is there as well and so is kamala and they're like maybe can we bring manish like what's going on blah 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 and you know they're like absolutely not all right this is just time for frenemies and that's it so i like it let's leave it there for the second um should we uh yeah I, or should we just wrap this up no, no, let's just keep going in order. Because I do want to talk about the Golu a little bit more. Because, yes. you know, the, the funny thing about that is that, of course, uh, Nirmala wants to stunt on her frenemy, Smita. And because, mm. um, uh, of course, her frenemy is going to come talk about her granddaughter's wedding, which we know Nirmala is kind of feeling salty about. But she had the wedding at Universal, Sasha. And I was just like, huh, that's where Sasha is right now <laughs> as I watch this show. <laughs> Or maybe I was at the wedding. And then this, again, is another very Indian thing to happen or very, like, Daisy or, like, South Asian thing to happen is where then you have to now up-wedding the wedding, right? So, mm. so then Nirmala goes, well, we are thinking about Disney, and then we're only going to narrow it down. Oh, I wonder how. But we have to narrow it down to 2,000 guests. Mm -hmm. Which is very true. Like my mom will to this day not let me live down that because a lot of people canceled my wedding, like day week of a lot of my friends like couldn't show up for whatever reason. Um, she was like, I could have invited this person and you didn't let me. I could have invited this this I can't, Sasha, you're horrible. You know, my mom still goes in on me. So this is very real. Very, very yeah. real. That was I thought it was so cool. Like I love the I like the competitiveness of it all. You know, it, it makes it fun to uh to watch. You know, even like someone like Patti, who's like, you have nothing to prove to these people, but like, yes, I do. I have everything to prove. You no, know, Indians um, are very horribly competitive. Like yeah, the I mean, problem? yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you're good. No, we've had this like again issue, um, where again the same Indian fight that we've talked about, but where Indians. Like, I have always admired, um, like, people of color, but I think specifically black folks. I think when y'all see each other, right, like, strangers uh, are on the street. It doesn't matter where. There's certain, like, camaraderie that y'all share, you know, as, like, you at least say hello, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if nothing else. Um, and, you know, there's, like, there's just, like, a shared experience versus I feel like if there are 
um, South Asians like in the same space, it becomes so competitive. And it's very much like, why are you inhabiting the space, same space I am? Let me stare at you. Let me, you know, eh, eh, eh. and like before I came to America, I just thought like all like people of color were like this. Um, but turns out maybe it's just our people. It's very unfortunate. Um, and I try to smile at them. You know, I'm trying to break the cycle. But, like, all of this frenemy stuff, this, like, wanting to, like, showcase that I'm doing good, uh, even though maybe my life is in shambles or not so great. This is all part of, like, this fake persona, I feel, that, like, we as South Asians have uh, created for ourselves. And, like, we need to, like, keep up with the Joneses, basically. Gotcha. And this is at Kamala's expense because yes. although she wants Manish to come, um, you know, Patti's just not cool with him not being Indian enough. She's like, he just doesn't have an appreciation for the culture. She really can't, she can't get past it. Um, and so I was kind of shocked to see in the moment that he was such a topic because, you know, he kind of went from like, oh, this guy that she ran into, she, you know, she kind of went to karaoke with them. Uh, but now she's like, no, I'm dating him. You know, because it's her been boyfriend. months, right? So yeah, and so they've been going strong, and so I, th I think this is like his maybe like his only his first public event with her at the house in front of the aunties, and so uh, was trying to make a good impression uh, throughout the episode, but uh, Patty just wasn't having it. I just love Pat like she is wild, like she was on it, right? The actress that plays her just needs like needs an award because. Mm -hmm when the Disney thing didn't work out and, and you know, like Asmita is hitting her back, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, well, your facelift is healing up nicely. Ooh. And I, the way she said it, you know, I was like, Oh damn. Like no yeah. one hits that. And, and no one would do that. It's all passive aggressive. Like no one would be aggressive, aggressive. So that was like a little showbiz for me. And I wanted to point out Davey playing the harp while all of yeah. this is happening. Um, this is also very much, um, I don't know. I, I believe this happened in all brown houses and not just mine. Um, where did I Chappelle, did your parents do this? Like where you as a kid needed to like put on a show when when people came over? It would be like at, at like a family reunion or something. Like if it's a big event, then yes. Ooh, but if it's okay. just like if it's just like a family thing or like or like family friends are like just over, mm -hmm. it might be like yeah, we're going to show, like, oh, let's show the people what you've been working on or what you do, da da da, da just kind of to make conversation. But it's not like, uh, like, Davey, you sit here and entertain people this whole time. Because Davey's playing the harp like she's getting paid. Like, yeah. she's sitting there, play, like, I can't go home, I can't go to my room, can't play on my phone, I have to sit here for the next hour and play the harp like she's a, like, hired musician. I thought that was so funny. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that is something I had to do um, where my cousin and I had choreographed one dance. So every time someone came over, it didn't matter if they were white, brown, black. It did not matter. We had to perform. And not mm. only we had to perform, we couldn't perform in the clothes we had on. We had to dress in the like out Indian outfits and perform. Um, and, and this is in Oklahoma. I want to make yeah. it not in India. And then I remember when I was little in India, I had to like I learned pretty. I started talking at ten months, and I learned the di who taught me this. I don't know the digestive system. Mm -hmm. like the whole like you eat it, and then it goes in your throat, and then your larynx, and your small intestine. Like I knew all of it, so they would make me perform every time someone came over. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so that this is like a thing. And again, if you're if your family did this like let me know. I know my cousin listens to this so like 
Gail, I know our families did this uh, to mm. us. So, uh, but yeah, you know, if your family did this, let me know. Because I don't know if that's just an Indian special. <laughs> no, black people definitely got that. Do that little dance you be doing. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but for us, like, we would, like, have to be quiet. Like, it was like a performance. Yeah, no, it's more like you always doing that thing. Come impress these people with that thing. And then it makes it so much less impressive when you got to do it. Yes. Like, Ugh, no one's Correct. supposed to know I do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you the uncle and aunties have to clap at you uh -huh. like doing this dumbass thing. Horrible. Okay. I got, I hope I don't make my kids do all this, uh, but I probably will. Let's be clear. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so I just I wanted to point out all those nuances because it just felt very real uh, watching all of this. Anyway, so now Davy's like, "How the hell do I get out?" Right? We need to mm -hmm. figure this out because um, while all of this is happening, uh, Eleanor is texting Davy, and she gets a text about Phoebe. Yeah, cause cause at the party. Phoebe is wearing the, the smallest outfit Eleanor has ever seen. You know, um, initially she walks in with Paxton and this is Eleanor like, oh God, like she came out here like in the tiniest clothes. Um, and so of course she has to tell her girl because, you know, Davy needs to be kept up on all the mess. But then also people might think Davy is at home just crying her eyes out because Paxton's here with Phoebe in her tiny little outfit. And so uh, she gets that text message from her very quickly. I think also at the party, um, you know, Trent's very happy. He's doing keg stands. Sasha, have you, have you ever done a keg stand? No, no. I was like, too embarrassed. I have never done a keg stand. Uh, I have I been you're the too person. Tall. Yeah. Oh, not in my organization. <laughs> no, I just mean like, yeah. I just, I can't like logistically, I can't see it. I've always been on the like assist part. Like, exactly. Than, yeah. Like less than a, yeah. But I've wanted to do it. I think in my mind, it just never came up. Um, but you know, Trent's doing keg stands. It seems like things are going well, but Eleanor has to insert a little drama into the night. Cause what else would we be doing if there wasn't a little drama? Yeah. And listen, Phoebe, if, in high school, when you have that metabolism, when you have that body, you better be making good use of it, okay? That's mm -hmm. all I have to say. Because when you hit 30, things change, okay? They just <laughs> unfortunately do. Uh, so everyone that is feeling anything about their body, like, please don't, okay? Just wear the crop top. As Kirsten tweeted, it's your right to wear exactly. it. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, I love that piece. So while that's happening, and again, Davy's like, there's tighter security than Sephora here. Auntie's at every uh, exit. So true. This is also very true. Where they like, everyone becomes your parent. And they're like, mm. what are you doing, Beta? Why are you doing this? What's going on with school? What are your grades? You know, you got a boyfriend. Well, they wouldn't ask a high schooler. Well, you know, when you grow up, they'll be like, do you have a man? When are you getting married? Now they'll be like, when are you having kids? So unfortunately, I get it, Davey. Um, And she's stressed. She's like, but you know what? It's time. I got to go. Uh, because, <laughs> because as Eleanor was telling Davey all of this, people overheard her talking yeah. about being desperate and now everyone actually thinks she's desperate right again eleanor cooked this all up on her own you know she went from like telling david like people are gonna think this to like oh dear god someone heard me and now they think this and so now you have to come like you it's imperative that you come so this is right as manisha showing up you know i, I yes. think this is very weird though uh, i don't ever want my teacher you know as a teacher but you know like uh, i don't ever want to be somebody who's like 
a teacher walking in and you see a student that you know there. But Mr. K is just, I mean, he just lacks professionalism on all levels. He does not care. He's been dating Kamala for months. He's in the Davies house all the time. He literally hit on her at the school while she was there. Um, so I wasn't shocked to see when he's showing up, but I knew that it might get pretty weird here for Davy. So I'm happy that she was able to get out. So if Kamala was one of your students, sister, cousin, you're telling me you wouldn't be? No, you got to pull up. <laughs> you got to pull up. It's Kamala. That's got different. him. That's different. Yeah. That's a, you listen, he's dating Kamala. Yeah, look at him winning. Mr. K is winning. He he's, he pushed Prashant right out out the way, and he's doing his thing. Imagine a hot engineer. What? That's Thummel? Oh, Lord. I, I really don't know if that's real. Anyway, maybe it is. Look at my family. Uh, listen, I showed up. I'm not the yeah. one. We married. There you go. Uh, but I'm hot too. Anyway, so um, basically, Davy, because Davy needs a distraction. She says that, and then it cuts to Manish walking in again. Amazing writing, um, or editing, however they do this. And then Manish has showed up with Hinduism for dummies, right? Because he goes vanakam, which is what South India or Tamil people say. Uh, that's like a hello. So, and then he touches her feet, and again, Nalini says. No, no, Nirmala, sorry, says, okay, wiki feet, enough. <laughs> She's like, chill, we get it. You you go, you go, did your Googles. Thank you for doing the bare minimum, but stand up. You're embarrassing yourself. And she's uh, not. She's not here for it. Tasha, is that, like, uh, highly disrespectful to tell somebody to get up when they're trying to, uh, like, do something respectful like that, to, like, touch your feet? Because that felt like, it felt like she was like, okay, I understand. But, like, I, I, I have to imagine that if somebody's going out of their way to touch your feet, you know, you don't really do that to them, do you? Yeah, it's the way you do it. Like, usually they'll be, like, nice. And, I mean, I again, I'm Jewish, so, like, we don't touch feet um, or we don't bow um, mm -hmm. but in any way. But basically, they'll be like, oh, you don't need to. And they'll, like, catch you not halfway, mm -hmm. but kind of halfway. Um, yeah. Or, you know, and, like, pick you back up. But that's, you know, out of love. Like, as in they'll yeah. be like, oh, thank you. But, like, let's move on. Or they'll give you their, um, it's called ashadwad or blessing. I forgot the name in English. Uh, they'll give you, so they'll put their hand on your back. Um, and then they'll lift you up. So gotcha. it's still, like, the process is, it could be halfway, but it's only when they give you their blessing still. Like, it's not just out of nowhere. Gotcha. Okay. But, yeah, Next this question. was disrespectful. <laughs> Yeah, now I got I got like, like a quiz going now. Like, okay, yes. next question. Should you just assume that you should go in and be respectful and try to touch someone's feet? Uh, if they're Hindu, yes. Okay, cool. So you, if you don't know, you should just kind of like err on the side of because you never want to be disrespectful in a place where you're not, you know, where you're out of place. But you definitely want to know how to proceed. So I didn't even think about it until I saw Patti be like, "Get up," because I was like. Well, well, I think I would feel so embarrassed if somebody did that to me, you know, and don't get me wrong. Patti was being rude, but, you know, like, in, yeah, yeah. But in the real world, I was like, I definitely don't want to be in a situation where somebody's like, get your ass up. I know you've been on Google. Yeah, no, I yeah, I think like as long as you call someone like auntie and uncle, you know, like you don't say like, what up, Nirmala? Like, you mm -hmm. know, that's good enough because I don't think they expect that from non-Indians. I think that's one thing I will say, like Indians are pretty great at like they um, one cultural appropriation, I feel like doesn't bother them as much as it should. <laughs> um, and I think secondly, like they understand that, oh, this person is like American. So, you know, they're, they already expect you to be rude and call them by their first name. So anything that is not that you're already winning. 
Right. Yeah. That's why she's always she's so shocked when he does something appropriate. She's like, oh, OK, I see you because exactly. she came in thinking this guy is not going to make it. Two yeah, seconds here without, exactly. without pissing me off. <laughs> exactly. Because I mean, because my husband doesn't like touch his parents feet or anything. So it really depends on the family. But they're like, I think, shown to be a Brahmin family, which is like, right, like if you believe in the caste system, um, then like that's like the highest caste. So they're the most religious also. Mm hmm. Um, which is, I think, why also there could be some, like, extraness there. But a lot of people touch feet. Like, that's just how it is. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, don't don't touch random people's feet. Yeah, like I, don't plan on, I don't plan on it. No. I'm just asking for the for the listeners, you know? Yeah. I was like, no. Just like, no. Just, just say, auntie, hello. <laughs> how are you? Don't hug either, because that's weird. Um, that's a lot of touching, you know? And yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> What are we doing? That's like you kiss them on the mouth, basically. You oh, try to okay. hug them for some people. So, like, my mom will hug, but you know, not everyone's parents will. So, you gotcha. have to be careful. Uh, just about any affection. Um, but yeah, so you know, Manisha's trying, okay, because he's being inter interrogated by the aunties. They're like, Who are you? Like, why are you here? And Davey's like, Great, time for me to escape. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, right after three seasons. Davy, oh, sorry. I also need to make this note, okay? This this Indian girl outfit note. How did she change out of that outfit so quick? She makes no was sense. Was on a mission. No, nah, she was on a mission, Sasha. You know, this is Davy. Davy's different. She she's just different. She's like she probably ripped that thing in half trying to get out of it. She's ready. I mean, to go to it this could party. be a pre-stitched sari. I have that one too. So, like, where you literally just like take it off. It's not you uh -huh. don't need to ple make the pleats or anything. But I was like, God, that was fast. <laughs> I don't like. I'm like literally falling over myself. I can't even walk into that. But more power to my queen. Okay, I just programming note. I needed <laughs> to know. But I love that she has she has this hot outfit on. And Nalini just catches her straddling the window. Well, she said her contact flew out the window or something. I was like, Davey, come on, man. You know, and, and her and Nalini have been doing so well. You know, we're four episodes in. They haven't had a real fight, you know. And so I was like, here we go. And, of course, she's instantly grounded, sent back downstairs to uh, to feed the aunties and to go play the harp some more. Like, she's not going anywhere. Um, she really needs a better distraction because Manisha just isn't it. No, unfortunately, uh, Nalini caught her ass. Um, and while that's happening, though, you know, you said other distraction. So Raya actually got a phone call. Uh, so she's outside and Nalini finds her. Nalini's like, hey, what's going on? Seems like uh, Raya got a phone call from Slug Boy, a.k.a. her son, Nirdesh, uh, who... I don't give a shit. I call him what I call him. Uh, and, you know, by now, people are spoiled. Okay, you know why I'm doing this. Anyway, so Nirdesh, who, you know, has allegedly said that he's been iced out by his friends upon his return from high school at sea, where he studied sea slugs. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Just absolutely the hell not. Like, why is Mindy doing this? He's a, a marine biologist in training. You know, he went to study at sea. This is a big deal. I feel like this is like prestigious. You know, you would tell people that your your kid went to go do this very fancy thing. No, Sasha, like you don't agree? 
Yeah, of course Indians would. They'd be like, oh, look at my kid. Oh, well, let me one up you. Ah, Trump car. Oh, no reverse on your ass, you know? Yes, <laughs> we know. But like, it's just, you know, this is where I'm getting pissed off because I was like, first of all, his name is Nerdish, right? And then, which is like, I guess with the American accent would be Nerdish, like nerd. Uh, mm. But I was like, that's not the Indian accent. There's no nerd in it. But anyway, uh, and then you get him to go to sea slug school. Come on, man. That's too much. <laughs> but, you know, at least we knew who he was because they'd announced the cast. So I was like, well, we like, okay. Uh, I think we know who this is. Um, so Nalini says, great. I know what it feels like to have a nerdy Indian kid that no one gets along with and that everyone talks about. I got one upstairs who wants right. to go to a party. So Nalini pulls a 180 and says, baby, you can go to the party. Um, you just need to take nerdage. Yeah. She says he's a sweet boy who has no friends who study slugs. And Davy's like, what the hell? Because Davy has this like this this Indian uh like boy in her mind that is just so nerdy. And like she's just imagining her uh, her mom like having her drag this really like uh nerdy slug boy to the party, and everybody's gonna judge her because she's gone from Paxton to this guy and his sweater vest and all this other stuff, and she's just not having it. She's disgusted, actually. Like Dave, you can see the look on her face. She's like, if I didn't have to go to this party, I would absolutely be like, absolutely not. But she has to go anyway because her social life is uh like hanging in the balance right now. Yeah, and she even says this sounds like a parody of an Indian nerd, which I was like, haha, I see what you did there, uh, Mindy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but she, you know, she says, fine, I'll go um, because I think this is the only way I can get out. So she's desperate. But she, again, changes out of that damn sorry. So in and out of that sorry <laughs> so quick. Like, what the hell? Um, and then before uh, he arrives, so she gets to the party and she's very excited um, and then sees her friends. OK, hanging out. Uh, and while that's happening, she's like shoot i can't have a nerd on my hip yeah gee davy of all people can't have a nerd i was like davy i'm sorry but in this last this dating paxton really got you feeling yourself because you you went from being invisible to now like trying to tell people that they not cool enough to hang out with you like Davey, honestly davy you might want to slow down just a bit um and we can talk about this part too a little bit more i mean we kind of skipped over it earlier but i really think we can just address it now Ben and Fab are in a, in a contest, oh, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, Fabiola's at this point confronted him about being a jerk because he just always is. And now the two of them are basically in a like quiz bowl, um, quizzing each other over American history and take like in a drinking game format. And so when Davey sees this, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to drop off my quote unquote cousin with you so that I can go uh you know make paxton jealous or just wander around and spy on him and Fe and phoebe or something like that and you can take care of the nerd slug boy because i i just don't have time for this yeah which again right like to just be like yeah i'm gonna make him my cousin like stop it <laughs> not all brown people are related um and you know while all of this mess is happening though nerdish sends um a text to Davy. And, and he goes by Des. Uh, and he's like, I dropped some Russum on my sweater. Which I was like, really? Russum? Which is like this bomb, bomb, bomb spicy soup. Um, but, but that you eat over rice. It's like what you eat um, with like sambar. Uh, and anyway, it's a bomb is the point. So I was like, I dropped Russum on my shirt. I get it. That, that's relatable. Uh, when my mother-in-law cooks that Russum, I'm like, give it to me. I'll drink all yeah. of it. 
Uh, so I understand. So he, you know, he's like, I'm ready, but like, give me a second. So I think in our minds and Davies, we have set up to be this like super nerd walking through mm-hmm. door. Yeah. Sweater vest did not help. Uh, you know, there was a time ooh, I had a dark, a deep, dark time with like a 2008 or something like that. When we remember Sasha, when we used to dress like business casual at the club, like, <laughs> like with a blazer and like, <laughs> like I had a sweater vest back in the day, oh uh, but it was a different oh feel. Like you, this is not that, that, that time. And so when they hear a sweater vest, they're thinking, oh, this guy is so clumsy. He's wasting his soup all over his nerdy vest. And so again, Davy is disgusted. She just. She's like, oh, I don't know why I have to deal with this tonight. This guy's going to get in my way. Yeah. And and I think it's going to make her case harder, right, for Paxton to make him jealous or to make him feel any kind of way uh, that mm-hmm. she's over him, basically, with a nerdy Indian guy. So while Paxton and uh, not Paxton, oh, my God, Ben and uh, Fab are still arguing, Fab goes, I, I mean, there is an Indian guy, but he's far from nerdy that's walking through the door. And then cue the music. Cue our hearts beating fast. <laughs> <laughs> because Nerdesh is a stone cold hottie, man. Yeah. What did you think about this? Uh, so in this moment, you see the hot uh, Indian guy walk in. We know Davy is currently single. Uh, we know that she has not dated anyone who's Indian. And we know that she's completely wrong about him. But what did you think about uh, Nerdesh, the character, as far as like, what this could mean for Davy, because I think we speculated in the past. What if Davy has an Indian love interest? And so here we are presented with that opportunity. Were you excited about this? Yeah, I liked it, right? Because one, he's hot. Um, and and what I mean by that is, I think it's not f- falling into the tropes of the which which Nerdish calls Davy out on. Um, is you know where the Indian guy is constantly seen as the supporting cast. I think Raj from Big Bang Theory, right? Like that awkward nerd that like can't, can't even talk to girls. So, or um, Apu from The Simpsons, right? Like we, Indian men are really put into this hole of like being nerdy, supporting cast, not this basically, right? Like, not Anirudh uh, Pishiroi. So, uh, I understand why they did this, and I think it was so important. And I- I'm excited for it, because I think through these two and their relationship, we got to explore a lot more Indian um, culture, and, like, we see a lot of negative stuff right later on, but I think that's what's exciting, that these two are the vessel for that. Yeah. And other, uh, what is it? Anirudh? Uh, yeah, is he is he like a, a famous actor before this, or is it like yeah? A so I think he's, he's very no, young. no, no. He was on um Chicago, a fire. I think he was like mm. he played a fireman. Um, I believe it was Chicago Fire, or what comes after Grey's Anatomy? Oh yeah, no, it was uh, is that no? It was uh, dang, that uh, one. Yeah, he, I, I think exactly he's on that. Yeah, I think he was on nine one one or something. Nine one one, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so, but I think this is the one, right, we're going to know him most, a lot of people are going to know him just because TV shows are dying. Um, yeah. But yeah, 911 is, I think, his biggest thing. And then he was in Last Man Standing for a little bit um, and uh, in Big Sky as well, but we don't. Got you. Uh, yeah, is he older? Like, the actor is older than the actor who plays Paxton? Because they're bringing in these old-ass men. No, Paxton's 30, still right? the oldest. Yeah, I think Anirudh is only twenty five. 
No, I think he's older than that. Because <laughs> if he was on nine one one, I remember watching that show years ago, I believe, and he was on there. I don't know. Let me look up. Oh, he's married. No way. <laughs> Dear God, how old is this man? He's twenty eight. He's twenty eight. Okay. I yeah, was that's older than well, that's older than I expected. Twenty eight. Yeah, but Paxton's character, you know, he's thirty one. So, yeah. like, also, fun fact I learned on my tour: Did you know that Paxton's uh, character was written also just for a straight white guy, and then um, Darren Hall, uh, Darren Hall, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Jaron is Ben. Yeah, they just have rhyming names. Darren Hall showed up. And when he got the part, that he was like, yeah, I'm half Japanese. So they changed Paxton for him. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, fun fact. So uh, the point is just that these men are old. <laughs> yeah, it was born in 94. My God. Yeah. Oh, Darren Barnett is that man's name. Darren, Darren Barnett. Pa- sorry. Pa- yeah. I was like Paxton Hall. Darren Barnett, I know. Yoshida. I just put it all together. <laughs> you y'all know who I'm talking about. Listen, we're throwing a lot of names around here. The point is, these old men is old. <laughs> they my age. Listen, I, and the, you, Paxton stop is. it. <laughs> you're a, all right. You're kind of <laughs> close, right? <laughs> Give or take a few months. A month. <laughs> Yes, yes. Months, you know, because kids do say 17 months, 18. That's how you do measure months, little kids. You're months. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, I, I got uh, Yeah. So, okay. We're on the same page. So, anyway. um, Okay. He's older, but I don't think he looks that old. I mean, he looks mm-hmm. younger than uh, Paxton Hall Yoshida. Like, come on. Uh, yeah. He's fine. Okay. When he walked through, I was like, okay. You got me, slug boy. Uh, You know, where were these kind of Indian boys when I was in school? Mm. Yeah, he he quickly clocks Davy as somebody who, since she has these preconceived notions about him, is probably someone who only likes white guys, who thinks all Indian dudes are nerdy and cheesy. Um, and it's like he's a hundred percent correct. I mean, we've never seen Davy have a love interest who wasn't. I mean, Paxton is biracial, but at the same time, very much white presenting, mm-hmm. and um, and so is Ben, and so. You know, I I think he has a point. I think Davy is coming off very shallow in this moment, just being like, "Oh, I didn't think you were gonna look like this just based off of your name and the fact that you were Indian." Literally, because I think Nerdish even says, "Oh, so you thought I was either nerdy or a club rat that with too much cologne," and I was like, "The way I know that both of those <laughs> kinds of Indian men." So I under you know, okay, um, but but it really is hard because sometimes there are a lot of even. South Asian men that refuse to date. They're called we're called fobs. We're just fresh off the boat. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know, like I remember having an accent and like people being like, Oh, that's like not cool. Like Indians, okay, not um, but other people in Oklahoma, believe it or not, were like super, they were like, This is so fun. Like, can you read us these random signs so we can hear <laughs> your accent? And meanwhile, all the like Indians were like, You need to lose your accent, you're in America now. So mm. there's a lot of just like internalized oppression when it comes to this. So um, and I am sometimes very much a part of it, I will say. Um, but it is what it is. What can we do? Okay. We come to America, we see other men, and we're just like, wow, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, you know, ways. I mean, till I came to California, I don't think I knew that confident brown guys existed. I know that's evil to say, but it's the truth. When I met my husband, I was like, I didn't know, like, y'all could have so much, like, confidence. <laughs> Like, wow. Uh, but anyway, so I, I understand where Davey's coming from, and I still think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. 
but you uh, but it's relatable like it's like yeah. it's like you you also can see why she felt that way like yeah which yeah which is fair um yeah and he calls her out on it but she's not mm -hmm. able to really make up for it she's trying to apologize because I, I, honestly she's just trying to apologize because she, he's attractive i mean that's really what it comes down to um but she can't even fix the situation because she sees pa uh, paxton and phoebe across the room just kissing and if she didn't want to look desperate and broken up about things she's failing because now she's outside crying on the porch and i was just like davy please stand up davy go home and do this you know what i mean like that's embarrassing we don't do yeah. that cry in the car you know, you don't You'll never the, the mm -mm, catch me. Like, <laughs> Davey, please. Okay. We never let them see it. No one's saying emotions are wrong. Just don't mm. let them see you sweat. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, and then Des does feel bad and he does go outside and he's like, what the hell happened? So she shares with him, well, I practice with my stuffed animals. So I thought I'd be okay. Again, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, Davey, you were worried about him seeming nerdy. And you're talking about how you've been playing with your stuffed animals so that you can come out in public again with your ex-boyfriend who you haven't been dating for about six months. It's like, it's not a great look. She's super nerd, Chappelle. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I, ugh, stop it. Did you ever, is that a real thing that Americans did? Like, where they kiss their stuffed animals no. to, like, learn? Or is that just in the movies? I think that's just in the movies. That, that ain't in no black movies. <laughs> but I don't. I, look, that might be cultural. I ain't never. I ain't never did that. Oh, I've seen it in some silly, like some silly teen movies. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. Yeah, when I moved to I, America, I thought that was a thing, and I was like, but like, I think it's natural. It like it'll it'll come to you. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, and you do. In my first kiss, I definitely it was. I'm sure it was awkward. I don't know. But it was, I didn't practice on anything. And I was like, oh, should I have? I don't know these things. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's, yeah, these are just things I have to know. And turns out practicing stuff animal doesn't work. So she shares with uh, Des what's going on. And then she calls him out to say, you know, but you're also don't have any friends. You know what I'm talking about. And then he's like, mm, pause, what? Mm -hmm. like because she's confused she was like you hot you're smart you're nice why don't you have any friends and then Des is like no there was just one friend that doesn't like me yeah. and that's because I hooked up with a girl he likes at slug school but I didn't know he liked her yeah so he's the exact opposite of what Davey's thinking she's thinking he's some lonely guy who can't get basically she's thinking that he's the male version of her you know yeah. and he's like no i'm actually fine uh i'm attractive i have a lot of friends uh and the one beef i have is because i hook up too much you know and uh, i mean i'm sorry that i'm so attractive that people just can't keep their hands off me like he's really stunned on her uh but this is exactly what she likes she loves this this is probably some of the qualities that she sees in paxton a little bit so mm -hmm. she's like smitten with him um and he does offer to take her back inside to make a, like to make paxton feel jealous and like i said i've been in that position before like um but like not like I said, it's not something that I would offer. It's definitely something like somebody would be like, oh my God, such and such is here. Uh, and then they just like grab onto me. I'm like, that's fine. You know, it doesn't bother me. Cause you know me, I'm down for a fight too. So it's kind of like if they if they if they want to smoke, uh, I mean we could go, you know, that's not really a for problem. For no for reason. It's not even your fight. I can't. Yeah, but we chill it. If they want to start some, I'm not gonna start it, but if I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> No, we shall. We are grown past. It. I mean, back in the day, you know, yeah, yeah. This, well, listen, I have, I am an adult now, but I'm just Liar. saying that's young Chappelle. 
Young Chappelle would finish it. Older Chappelle would, uh, yeah, would also finish I, it. But hey, yeah, hope like. that somebody okay. stops me. <laughs> yes, that yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah. what we we hope that you have curated enough people around you that'll mm-hmm. bail you out of jail. <laughs> and uh, I <laughs> here we are. Okay, and then Des takes her in because she agrees because you know she's Davy, and when they start dancing, and again. Never have I ever with the good music because the song mm-hmm. starts to play and there I Davy is just like full on into it. And she's not even the world is dead to her because she's just staring at him in the eye. And he they're they're like they're they're connected. Yeah. And it's funny because she's trying to make Paxton feel jealous and it's working, but it's working not like I think. Ideally, she would come in, she'd dance with uh, Des, she'd look over at Paxton, she kind of see it, she'd revel in that moment. But the thing that makes people the most jealous is when you don't care about them. You know, yes. like, when you're doing something and you cannot care less about what's happening, you know, like, that is what really gets under your skin. And Paxton is just staring daggers at them because, like I said, it'd be different if Davy was still checking for him in the moment. Like, it's kind of like, oh, I see what she's doing. You know, like, kind of kind of like how he saw through her at the beginning of the episode. I think he was looking for that here. Like, eventually she's going to glance over here and, and come back to daddy. And that's <laughs> just not the case. It's just not the case. She was... She, was she said, just, who? Who's Paxton? Yeah. What is Paxton? I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know that man. I'm sorry to that man. Sorry for that man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I, I agree. That's the best revenge you can do. Just remember, everyone, they are looking at you. If you're trying to make someone jealous, they're most likely looking at you. So you have to stop the urge of staring at them. I mean, you just, you yeah. have to. Because <laughs> the moment you give back, you lose the power again. So. Teach them. Teach them, Sasha. They need to know this. <laughs> have good peripheral vision or yeah. have a friend on the lookout. That's right. the best. No, that's when you walk over to your friend and be like, she looked at me, huh? Yeah, she was watching. I know she was. They're like, yeah. <laughs> 120%. I have done that part. Where I was just like, you exist? I, uh, sorry, I didn't even know. Right. Um, and one time they accidentally literally bumped into me. And then I was like, oh, you're here. Cool. And then I still kept going. Like, acting like they didn't exist. When I, all I could think of was them. So you could do it, people. It's possible you have to do it if you want to like, yeah. make them jealous. But are they really <laughs> worth it? Maybe not, you know. Um, and then, yeah. So basically, and then this kind of ends Davy uh, and Dess's moment or Double D's moment. Because um, they have like a really nice dance. Seems like they've really hit it off. Uh, Paxton's staring at them. Everyone's crushing. And then it's Uber back home. And Des and Davy are like, uh, not about to kiss but they're like awkward teenagers so they're like can i like text you sometime which i was like yes Des. thank god for making the first move which davy mm-hmm. obviously loved yeah it's it's this is one of those things where they could have kissed but it was the first time they'd ever met so they were kind of like hesitant i I, i'm pretty sure they could have made it happen but they they're taking it a little bit slower and he does take the initiative to ask for her number which is cool because we know that in the past davy has had to literally walk up to paxton hall yoshida and say do you want to have sex you know and so this is somebody who's pursuing her actively saying i am attracted to you and i want your number so i can text you and so she's been attracted to him this whole time but it's reciprocated and so that really feels good we love to see it for our girl okay it's about time uh and so you know now 
that's where we leave off for these two. We're very excited for Davy. She's left Ben and Paxton in the rearview mirror, and it's all hands on desk because she even writes it down in her notebook. She pulls out, I'm going to have sex with Paxton, and puts down, I have a crush on desk. Yeah. And speaking of her rearview mirror, we do have Ben still struggling, Oof. right? So Ben is throwing up. Fabiola has beaten him in the in the drinking contest. They were both pretty drunk, so I'm pretty sure they had a good time. We got to besting each other. But Fab did this. And in my mind, I thought this was Fabiola really sticking up for Anissa, you know, because of that kiss. I thought, like, is Fabiola kind of marking her territory and letting Ben know that you've been a jerk to my potential new love interest or something? I really didn't know where, where they were going with that. But it did give Ben the opportunity to apologize for being a jerk to Anissa. But he will not apologize about being a jerk to Davey. He's like, she was a jerk to me. And when Fabio's like, well, you said some really mean things. He says, well, you broke my heart. And I think this is the first time Fabiola realized the toll that the re relationship that Davey and Ben had actually took on him. Because from their point of view, Fabiola and Eleanor were the ones who were telling Davey, no, 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 you don't need to go with Ben. You need to be with Paxton. And I don't think they ever considered Ben's feelings in that moment. Big agree, right? I think they just see, they saw him and Paxson kind of in the same way where it's like, well, they're just like some random boys that happen to like you. And this guy has been exceptionally mean to you. So it really doesn't matter. You're going to go to India. So we can leave them high and dry, which again is a very like, high school thing right where you do things without thinking of all the consequences or even the people involved and I think Paxton could bounce back because he's Paxton but I think they forget that Ben even though he puts off this exterior we've seen internally like doesn't have the great relationship with his parents um is very much the lonely boy on all ends so Davey and that relationship, that situationship meant a lot to him. So she finally gets to see that and I think is realizing the consequences of what her and Eleanor did. Yeah, I agree. Um, so it's kind of like, hold up. What are we going to do with this information now? You know, like, because now Davy feels like she's moving on. But now Ben is the one who's single. You know, we've had the other way around where Anissa and Ben were together and Davey was single for like a little bit. Like, so we, we keep doing this. They're, they're barely missing each other, Ben and Davey. And so I don't know what we're going to make from that at this point. Um, but we still got to talk about Kamala because I yes. was shocked at this moment. Uh, did you see this coming? Oh, my God. Right. Because Manish has a royal meltdown, y'all. OK, he was doing so well. He stood up for Patti's Golu. He's like, you know. I don't need a seven uh, stair Golu, five stair. You know, it's good. It's beautiful without giving into capitalism, which I was like, yes, Christmas come through. Um, <laughs> and all of that, like, I feel like he was doing really well. Patti said, yes, you can have a Vara because you did so well. And then they're cleaning up as any good, you know, family does. And then Mans takes the bloomy bag and puts all the trash in it. It's like, why would you do that? I just feel like that's crazy. He just didn't know. You know, he's he he's not in touch with the moment. He didn't realize what the bag was for. He just thought it was a random bag. He was like, the receipt's in the bag, so clearly it's trash. Let me just stuff other pieces of paper in here. I was just like, you got a little carried away. You know, like, you came in, you, you were making a good impression. Like, bags, like, expensive, like, bags? Like, mm -hmm. as in, oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe it is an Indian thing. It might, it might be, honestly. I know you had talked about uh, in the past where we would discuss, like, the gifts, you know, and, like, how you have to show up with the chocolate and stuff like that. So I think you you want to keep a good bag if you're showing yeah, up. Yeah, that's with, what I mean. Like, like, I would take it in that Bloomies bag. Right, exactly. And it's like, like, 
we don't really do that. I mean, like, if anything, like, I might keep, like, uh, like a good wrapping, like, bag or something like that for Christmas. Like, I'm like, oh, well, this is really nice. I'll keep it and, like, re-gift it next year, just the bag. Um, but, um, no, I wouldn't have known to the, to save the bag. And so I don't I don't blame him for making the mistake, but I really do think he just got comfortable. Like, you in, in, a, in a situation where you're with the hostile aunties, I think you really got to be on your P's and Q's. You kind of have to be, you know, uh, like, diligent. And he slipped up. I think, I, and honestly, Kamala, you let him slip up. You, you gotta, you, you if you bring somebody, why would you gotta be on it? Yeah, yeah. you got to be on it. Like, hey, don't touch that. Don't talk to her. Don't move over there. Like, you know, like you got to be on it. You got to be. And I think she just got relaxed. You know, they started to feel yeah. real comfortable, and it wasn't a comfortable situation. She took she took an L on that mm. one too. Because uh, again, if I was bringing someone over, I would be very much like this: is how you need to act, you need to do this, you need to do that, right? Like, uh, oh, don't touch this bag, don't don't touch that bag, um, or whatever. I think it's just it makes no sense. I feel like she she messed up, and Manish took an L because uh, Nirmala now goes in on him and just you know he he leaves, and Kamala kind of tells him, yeah, I think you should leave. Um, after he knocks Mita over and, and like oh, destroys yeah. the entire Golu, like he goes out with a bang. So this happened at a party. I have what? to say. Yes. Uh, this is like very real. <laughs> and, I, and I shared, Karthik said I could share the story, so I will. Um, but yeah, we were at his friend's like wedding anniversary party or something, or their first first anniversary party. So their parents had hosted it, and, like this really nice house in down um in San Jose, like you know, it's expensive, big ass backyard. Okay, so all the aunties are dancing. So every Indian party turns into like a dance party, like it, and they had like noise permits right taken. Right, that's how ridiculous this was getting, and like alcohol was flowing. All of it. I am usually the DD, so I was sober, and that hence not really trying to like dance with the aunties. They all get into and and then everyone gets into a circle for some reason. Like it's just I don't understand this dancing, but like everyone has to dance together. Everyone has to be included. It's sweet, I guess. So Karthik was dancing, and then other friends were dancing. And aunties were dancing. And then Karthik leans over to grab me. And while he's leaning to grab me, he knocked over an auntie. And she... Oh, my God. Yeah, and she left the party on crutches. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow man he like he got her good she felt yeah yeah yeah. like again alcohol was involved i mean auntie Mm -hmm. could have been drinking alcohol but like it was like a huge commotion and when she fell down like a bunch of people were like grabbed her picked her up and i'm over here you know trying not to laugh because i saw it all happen and to this day he blames me but i was like i told you i didn't want to dance what's the issue um and he was like well i was trying to be inclusive and yeah, he knocked over the auntie and she sprained her ankle. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I'm so yeah. happy he let you share that story because I was just like, what are the odds that you put somebody on a stretcher at, a, at yeah. like a house function like this? But knowing Karthik has put somebody on crutches, I, I guess it's not that unbelievable. 
Yeah, his his moves are literally killer, I guess. I don't know. It was <laughs> weird. I was like, dude, what did you just do? And I, I just can't stop laughing because it's like, <laughs> where did this happen? You know, in, in TV shows only. But no, it, it actually happened to us like our second year of dating, I think. And uh, but my friend and her, but the friend and her her family were like, no, this auntie's pretty. Uh, <laughs> this is mean, but she's pretty dramatic. So oh, she's okay. probably okay. Um, but they carried her like to like a chair. Then when she was leaving, <laughs> yeah, she was on crutches, and they like gave her a wheelchair. Like it was a lot. Yeah, I mean that's not too different than Smita here. I mean, because yeah. once she goes down, she's on the stretcher. Like Nirmala, I'm never gonna let you live this down. Like I'm telling everybody, I it's like they have to put the oxygen mask on her face to get her to shut up, and she doesn't even stop talking. Then so. I think maybe the drama is just an auntie thing. Listen, Smith, that was the one that came up onto Manish, right, on mm -hmm. his back, and was like, oh, we're gossiping? What's going on? And so he turned and got her ass. So karma came quick, Smita. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah. happened. She, she came for the tea and got whatever. a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> now your ass is in the hospital. Look at you. <laughs> Actually, that's good for me to know. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, slow you down a little bit, won't it? <laughs> Me with my tail. Like, I, I get it. Um, So that's kind of the end of that. But, and, you know, unfortunately, Manish leaves. And then Nirmala says, you can't. You, It's done. Like, you, he just doesn't get it. He just did some quick Googling to get to know us. But he's not Indian. Like, you don't have my blessing for this. And I finally, right, I've been waiting for this. And I've been waiting for all Indian kids to stand up for their parents. And I'm sure I'll be waiting forever uh, to do this. But turns out she stands up for herself. She says the best way for us to move forward is that I need to move out and leave. Because even though Manish, you know, Patti thinks he's not a serious man. He, you know, ruined all these things. That's who she likes and is dating. And, and, and doesn't even see a future because... She Patti calls him unserious. Uh, Kamala is the queen of unserious. Yeah. She found someone who matched her energy. And so she's not willing to let it go. She's like, uh, what do you mean I can't bring him to where I live? And I think that's that's one of the things where I will always have an issue with. Like, uh, I don't care how old you are. If you are like in a situation where you live with your like an older relative or something like that and you pay rent, you kind of live there too. Like that is your place, you know. So you get They'll to have her. Yeah, like listen. At some point, you gotta you gotta know that if you can't be free in your own home, you need to find a new home. You know, like there are certain things that you can do. You can move in with your folks and save money. It's you know this is a horrible time to go buy a house and stuff like that. Like it's just really hard out here and like to be like out in the in the in the real world with your own apartment and stuff like that. Like it's tough, and so it is enticing to go live with your folks. But I'm telling you, when they start to encroach on your peace. And your happiness, you got to go. And so I was happy that Kamala stood up for herself because this just isn't going to work. You know, she's not going to keep sneaking Manisha in and out the house uh, because Nirmala uh, is not she's not going to let that slide. She's going to she's going to peep it like Melanie let uh, who was that uh, from the Steve. first season? Steve like in and out. She was too. She, she kind of saw it. She wasn't really tripping. For some reason, Paxton can get in and out of the house, too. Nirmala not going to miss none of that. She's going to catch Manish every time. And so Kamala knew she, she knew what she needed to do. 
Yeah, and I think Kamala did the right thing. I think that's what her character is missing, right? She's she's shown as this ideal Indian daughter, granddaughter, what niece, you know, cousin, right? Like everything. She cooks for them. She, uh, I mean, in the last two seasons specifically, she's been cooking, cleaning, all of it. Um, when right the when uh, Davy lies about the bird running into the window, Kamala's like, "Oh, did I clean your windows too well?" <laughs> so you know she's been she's been the ideal for so long that I think it's time for her to take a pause and really look at what the world is offering her, and I think step out into the sunlight, right, and step out and get the spotlight for herself because I think it's about time she needs it. Yeah. And so uh, that's the episode. I mean, now we get what the rest of the season to find out if this last what happens with Kamala and uh, and Manish, if it's, you know, worth the fight. You know, you, you hate to move out and pursue somebody and then it doesn't lead to anything sometimes, you know. So I was uh, very interested at the end of this episode to see what was going to happen because I was happy about uh, Davey and Des. Because I was thinking, oh, this might be the relationship that we want it to be. Um, but, you know, we got several other episodes to find out exactly what that's going to lead to. Yeah. And we shall see, because I don't, I think I'm of the, um, camp of, I don't think it needs to be serious. Cause if it gets serious, I'm going to be irritated. Cause that was the whole point, right? At least this season, I don't think it can get serious. I'll mm -hmm. say, but, but if they leave me with not a happy ending, I'll fight because I, I, I don't need my shows to be realistic. Okay. Right. I don't. So season three, I think they should just be dating. But season four, if they don't give me a happy ending, it's I uh, we're fighting. Deal. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would like. Um, but that is it. Anything else from the episode? No, this was fun to talk about. Like I feel like uh uh there was so much nuance, you know. Yes. Uh, that we got into like we went down some wormholes. We talked. About I know. A lot Thank of you, everyone, for dealing with that. <laughs> No, I hope they liked it as much as I did. That's what I was like. I was like, I'm asking a bunch of questions this time. But, you know, it seemed like an episode that was pretty straightforward. Uh, it just, I think what Mindy Kaling does a really good job of is just embedding so much of the culture um, into the episode to where, you know, it feels it feels natural. Like, you're not ingesting and learning so much. But I really was. And so I appreciated this one. Yeah, me too. It's just, it's exciting, again, to see this representation where it's not forced on us it just it happens to be a show about a, a teenager and then you know because she's indian there's some cultural aspects that just show up so i i appreciate it as always uh and i'm glad we get to talk about it so with that if nothing else thank you everyone for listening make sure you leave us a five-star review and Chappelle, if they don't know who you are or where they can find you tell them all about it Follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. I'm still podcasting about everything. Podcast about The Walking Dead on post-show recaps. Uh, podcasting about Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon on post-show recaps this week with Josh Wiggler. Um, also talking about um, Tales of the Walking Dead on post-show recaps. Uh, talking about Atlanta on post-show recaps. So I got a lot going on over there. Uh, and then on Rob has a podcast, still doing nothing but Netflix, talking about Netflix shows uh, this last week. We talked about um, Me Time with Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg, our special guest, Naomi Calhoun. Um, I did some Big Brother podcasting as well. A lot going on in my neck of the woods. I got some sports podcasting coming up with the Off Speed podcast on Rob Has a Podcast. And uh, I'm still doing uh, the Wrestling Rehap Up recap 
uh, this week uh, on re- uh, in the wonderful world of wrestling or whatever Mari and Matt call it. I'll be doing that as well. And so check me out in any of those places or just follow me on Twitter and you'll get all the updates. Oh, yes. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore oh four. And I cover a weekly vibes only pop culture celebrity everything else show called Mess Magnets, where Kirsten McKinnis and I uh talk all things mess. We this week we talked about hello. Is it no? Don't worry. We keep calling it hello, darling. Don't worry, darling. Um, and you know, spit gate. And we talked about the Reddit sex playlist as well. Uh, go check all of that out over on Rob has a podcast slash mess feed. And I cover She-Hulk with Jason Reed over on Post Show Recaps. So go check out the feed. Everything is super. And I'll be on there. And I was, I guess, on 90 Day Fiance this week with Puya, uh, where we, again, talked about uh, Chappelle and I's least favorite, even though Puya loves to call him our favorite. Uh, Samir, a.k.a. another Indian representation. So I was on 90 Day Fiance, and I'll be on Big Brother stuff this week as well. So follow me on Twitter to know what I'm up to. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.